Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I am Mike. Thanks for spending a moment of your day today to watch this video. I really do appreciate it. Before we get started, there's a link down below and it goes to our Patreon. Now, you don't have to buy anything just to go in there, look around, touch, and feel a little bit, see what's going on. Just the tip, ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. But we have a bunch of extra content on there. Over 75 full movie commentaries, including one for Barbarian, which we just did. We do a new one every single month that you guys get to vote on. And that's just one of the tiers. There's also hundreds of behind the scenes videos, extra character videos, extra movie videos, behind the scenes, bloopers, all that stuff. You get 20% off of our merch. There's a tier on there where you join monthly intimate live streams where we get together. There's always like 20 or 30 of us in there. We hang out. We do a beer chug with you guys if you guys want to participate. We play music together and we sing stupid, disgusting, awfully disgusting songs together and we do movie trivia. So we do that once a month. You can get a membership card that looks like the old Blockbuster card back in the day that has Wham and your name on it. You get a personalized video from any of our characters that you choose about whatever topic you want. You also, in one of the tiers, you get a movie review of your choice. There's tons of different stuff in there for you guys to check out and extra content and it really does keep the channel going it makes it so that we can do this and we really do appreciate you guys and all of our patrons and on to the video but that link is below if you guys wouldn't mind checking it out so here are 10 horror movie franchises that are returning in 2023 in no particular order, starting with Saw 10. Now, this isn't going to be the title of the movie, at least as far as we know it could be, but as, as of now, it's untitled. Saw 10 is going to come back, and so is Tobin Bell. Now, we, as we know, he's dead in the franchise, but they've brought him back before, used him as flashbacks, cameos. Who knows how this is going to be done? But Tobin Bell is definitely coming back. There's been this picture of him released of him talking to this small child, which is very Forrest Gumpish. Like, my name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. Do you want a chocolate? Which one will you choose? Choose or die. All I know is that kid, that kid is fucked. But Saul's going to be out October 27th, which is awesome because it just feels right. Right around the Halloween season, Saul used to be synonymous with Halloween when they were just cranking sons of bitches out every year on Halloween. It was a good time to be alive. Sometimes. This one's going to be directed by Kevin Grudert, who directed Saw 6 and Saw 3D, and he also edited the first five films, which the Saw franchise does a lot. They'll bring talent from other movies back to let them forefront these movies. They just did it with Daryl and Bozeman with Spiral, and then to a lesser effect, they did it with Jigsaw, which, in my opinion, was kind of a frozen chunk of poopy. Also returning in 2023, which seems very weird because we just got two movies in 2022, but it's Ty West Maxine, the final movie in the trilogy of Pearl. We had X, we had Pearl, which was a prequel, and now we have Maxine, which is a sequel to Ty West X. Uh, this one follows Maxine after the events of X. She was the only survivor after that crazy shit show porn house hotel that she came from out in the middle of fucking nowhere with an alligator that wants to eat your ass. And she's continuing her journey towards fame to be an actress in 1980s Los Angeles. Now, keep in mind here all the stuff they were saying in X about the porn industry. The VHS industry has taken off. Porn's taken off. She's headed to L.A. She wants to be a star. That whole thing's going to just be a fucking shit show. And I can't wait to see it. This will most likely, I think, come out in 2023. They're already filming it, and they banged those other ones out so fast. They did them back to back. You got to think that there's a good possibility we'll see this. But there is a possibility, I should say, that it may not come out until 2024. And Maxine's said to have a different vibe than the other movies, and it's said to explore the evolution of home video releases and its effect on the film industry and porn society at large. So there will be boobs. Probably a couple cocks, too. Let's be honest. <sighs> the Exorcist, much to some people's fucking anger, is coming back in 2023 as well, and it's going to be directed by someone who just made a lot of people very angry, David Gordon Green, 
and a lot of the team that worked on the Halloween movies is coming back to work on The Exorcist. It's going to be a trilogy that's going to be straight to Peacock. He's definitely directing the first film, probably all three. It's going to be written by Peter Sadler, who's kind of a newcomer, which David Gordon Green does a lot. He has one of his friends or someone he knows, and he, and he gives him a crack at it, which I think is pretty cool, even if it does work to mix effects. He's also bringing back Scott Teams, who wrote both Halloween Kills and Firestarter. This requel is going to star Leslie Odom Jr. of Hamilton and Glass Onion and Dowd of The Leftovers, Hereditary, and she was fucking badass in compliance. Ellen Burstyn, who comes back as Chris McNeil, she is kind of serving as David Gordon Green's spiritual advisor. She's playing sort of both the John Carpenter role that he gave them from the Halloween films and also sort of in a way the JLC one. I don't think she's going to have a lot of scenes in this movie, but she said that they paid her a metric fuck ton to do it because she didn't want to do it at first. And how she ties into the plot is that there's a dad of a possessed girl, the dad played by Leslie Odom Jr., I'm assuming, and he's desperate for help, so he goes on the search for someone who can help him, and of course he finds Reagan's mom, Chris McNeil. And that's kind of all we have for the plot right now, except for that it's going to follow the, the events of the original film. It's it's not going to accept the sequels into its lore. It's not going to have anything to do with those movies, but they said those movies still count as canon respectively. They have big plans for this. Not only is there a trilogy, which is going to be day and day to Peacock, but Universal paid $400 million for the rights to this movie. So they definitely have huge plans for it. And it also, to me, if you if you pay attention to some stuff being said on their show and stuff like that, it sounds to me a lot like Christopher Nelson's going to be on board for The Exorcist too. That's not officially confirmed or anything like that. But if you watch the Thing With Two Heads podcast, it kind of seems like they're joking about it. I'd be willing to bet that he's probably going to be working on it as well, which we know that at the very least, the effects are going to be fucking awesome. I think this will be the most controversial on this list because so, so many people don't want this to be done. And there's a lot of people that are still very upset over the the strange turns that Halloween Ends did with the franchise. So I, I my best guess is I would expect the first movie to be very much like Halloween 2018, a very much in the in the spirit, in the vein of the original Exorcist, trying to bring that back a little bit. And then they'll get a little wackadoo with the two follow-up sequels. In my opinion, I was someone who bitched, ranted, and raved when Fox made an Exorcist TV show, and most people ended up really liking it. I thought, there's no way you can make a PG-13 made-for-corporate-television version of The Exorcist, and they did, and it was well-received. And I'm, I'm very, I'll say this, I'm not saying that I think it's going to be amazing, but I am fucking very interested to see what they do with it. And who knows, maybe they make a pretty scary film. Fingers crossed. I've got my fingers crossed. A big-ass one. Scream. Six. I'm really hoping that a trailer comes out here in a few minutes for this today. We will see. Probably not. Trailer could come out before this video even gets edited and put up. But what we know about it so far is that all the talent from the last movie is returning except for Sidney Prescott, who there was there was a contract issue, there was a money thing. She felt like she deserved more for, for the role that she was going to have in this. I fully expect her to come back in a huge role in Seven. I think, personally, that the hang-up was she had a very small, minor role in this movie to set up the events of Seven, and she wanted more than Cameo pay for it. But that's just my assumptions for it. But either way, Radio Silence, the writers, everybody comes back for this, the people that made Scream 5, and we believe it's called Scream 6, at least. The studio, I think, has been pumping out fake info to leakers, so you never know what to believe of the things that you've been hearing. We've been hearing all sorts sorts of crazy stuff about the movie. We know it's set in New York City with all the surviving cast of Five coming back as well as Gail Weathers. The Scream Ghostface setup in New York City is just going to be super fucking cool. Some of the pictures have led us to believe there's going to be chase scenes in a subway. We've had some wild photos released that I don't know if, the, uh, I know that they're real, but I don't know if they're meant to be misleading or not, like Ghostface 
chrome face that they did with Scream 5, like Ghostface with this shot of a shotgun in the middle of a bodega. Ghostface using a shotgun? Holy fuck, what? Again, I think it's fine if he uses it once. I just don't want to see Ghostface walking around strapped the whole movie because it just feels strange. But they have said that they're going to take really big swings with this movie, Radio Silence did. So can't wait to see what happens with Scream 6. That is a for sure one coming out in March. Maybe the biggest, most exciting one on this list for me personally. Another exciting one, Insidious Fear the Dark comes out on July 7th. It's going to be directed by Patrick Wilson, one of the stars of the Insidious franchise and the Conjuring franchise. He's never directed a movie before, so this is going to be really exciting. This one's also written by Scott Teams, who wrote Halloween Kills and is writing The Exorcist and is writing Insidious 5. That guy's got his finger in a lot of people, I mean things. Deadline says that the plot is set 10 years after the end of Insidious 2. Josh Lambert, Patrick Wilson, heads East to drop his son Dalton, Ty Simpkins, off at an idyllic, ivy-covered university. Very obsessed with the plants on the walls. However, Dalton's college dream becomes a nightmare when the repressed demons of his past suddenly return to haunt them both. That's called credit card debt. But no, it's a direct sequel to Insidious 1 and 2. Wilson, Ty Simpkins, Rose Byron all come back. And before this, Jason Blum wanted to do a sinister crossover. A crossover between the Insidious franchise and the Sinister franchise, which could be really fucking dope. I'd keep your eyes open when this came out. Maybe they do something like a post credit scene. Maybe they still want to lean into that. They just kind of backed away from it for the time being. Patrick Wilson's wife did confirm that they finished shooting on it when she posted this picture of them looking all fucking cute. Why are you cheating on Verifarmiga? You're supposed to be together forever. Next up, we have The Strangers is coming back in 2023. This one's going to be directed by Rini Harlan, which is a really fucking weird choice. Rini Harlan directed Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Cliffhanger, Long Kiss Goodnight, Die Hard 2, The Exorcist prequel, one of the shitty ones. And he hasn't had a movie of note, though, since 2014's The Legend of Hercules. It's going to be written by Alan R. Cohen and Alan Friedland, who are writers of a lot of comedies like Lopez, King of the Hill, Due Date with Robert Downey Jr., the plot of this one reads really weird, like it was just written by somebody on the fly, so I don't know how much you can take into it, but it reads, a young couple have cross-country drive in order to get a new beginning. Unfortunately, they have no other chance than to stop in a seclusive Airbnb in Oregon. A night of terror against three masked strangers. It's very, it's like they forgot a couple fucking words in there, you know what I mean? It's a whole new cast of people, unfortunately not starring our friend Damien Maffei, at least as far as we know so far. Uh, but it looks like they, they it's called a relaunch of the film. So it's not going to follow the footsteps of the other films at all. It says it's going to be a relaunch of the series that will expand the world of The Strangers. Producer Courtney Salmon stated when they began the project that the intent was to tell a bigger story than before, respecting what fans of the series expect, but also to expand that world. The producer describes the three movies as a character study compared to the two previous films. Now, this is really weird. Like, I thought they left off The Stranger's Prey at Night in a really good spot. You know, it, it was wacky, it was crazy, it was fun. It went full-on beautiful slasher territory at the end. I mean, old Potato Sackhead had to be, had to be, if he was still alive at the end of that scene, had to be supernatural. And I thought that's a fun place to take it. We had Home Invasion. Home Invasion's not really... That genre's not what it was when Brian Pertino brought out The Strangers in 2008. But moving the franchise forward and having fun with it, 
and maybe having that lead character become supernatural and doing some wild shit with the storyline just seem like a place that that's where we go with horror sequels, you know, and, and sometimes you can have some nuggets of great stuff in there. I would have much rather seen them go that route and bring back Damien and, and really follow that story. But who knows what this is? But it's so strange to me because you bring in Rennie Arlen, who's like an old school action movie director, right? They're going to film three movies. They're going to do it kind of like they did the, uh, the Fear Street movies for Netflix. They're going to film them all really quick and they're bringing comedic writers in and then the producers saying no it's going to be a character study so like all these things you got all these puzzle pieces and none of them really fit together i'm really intrigued and pretty fucking scared of what we're about to see happen with the strangers but fuck it we'll see man one that i'm really excited about is evil dead Rise. This one comes out in April. It's going to be directed by Lee Cronin, who was handpicked by Sam Raimi. Lee Cronin has a movie called The Hole in the Ground, which I went and watched a couple months ago and thought it was fantastic, and I can totally get Evil Dead 2013 vibes from this movie. This movie wasn't gory. It was slower paced. It was it was more of an indie movie, but just the, the, whole, the, the whole feeling of the film felt it had that that dread inside of it like an Evil Dead movie would. So I think it's going to be great. I can't wait to see it. It's written by Lee Cronin and Sam Raimi. At least the characters were, of course. It's not going to include Bruce Campbell, unfortunately, but he is executive producing. And one of the several synopses I found online for this was, in the fifth Evil Dead film, a road-weary Beth pays an overdue visit to her older sister, Ellie, who is raising three kids on her own in a cramped L.A. apartment. The sister's reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building giving rise to flesh-possessing demons and thrusting Beth into a primal battle for survival as she is faced with the most nightmarish version of motherhood family imaginable. Motherhood slash family imaginable. I found two. One said nightmarish version of motherhood. The other one said family, but you get the idea. Look, I love the idea of this plot. They're saying we can't really do direct sequels to Army of Darkness or Evil Dead right now, but we're going we're gonna to incorporate the book. All you need is the book. Someone finds the book. Someone reads the book. Someone gets fucked. And not in a good way, but like by demons who, well, someone did get fucked by a tree. You know what? Let's not go there. All I know is this. This movie sounds gnarly. It sounds mean. It sounds like it's going to be a fucked up ride. Look at these pictures that have released from it. That's scary as shit. This is what it would look like as Satan spread his butt cheeks and you look directly into his asshole. Then this picture here that Bruce Campbell released, that's the old De Palma shot you got going on there, which just looks amazing. I'm so excited for this film. It was originally expected to go straight to HBO Max, but it test screened so well they decided to put it in theaters. It was originally called Evil Dead Now, and director Lee Cronin tweeted out that they used over 6,500 liters of fake blood, in case you were wondering if it was going to be as gory as the tone that Evil Dead 2013 set. I think yes. Less excited about, but it's happening nonetheless, is The Nun 2. It comes out September 8th. It's the latest movie in the Conjuring franchise. It's going to be directed by Michael Chavez, who directed The Curse of La Llorona. He directed The Conjuring 3. So you can expect exactly the same shit you've been getting from The Conjuring universe, for better or worse. For me, that's worse. I'm I'm in the vein that like it kind of feels like Walmart horror at this point. No one's ever really in danger it's just like, oh my god, I hope this thing doesn't jump out and scare me. Nothing else bad will happen, but I'll get real scared, and then it'll go away. It's written by Kella Cooper, who wrote the upcoming Megan. She wrote Malignant, and she wrote Hellfest, so she's becoming a name in horror for sure. It's the ninth installment in the Conjuring franchise. The only synopsis I could find online for it was France, 1956. A priest is murdered. An evil is spreading. The sequel to The Nun follows Sister Irene as she once again comes face to face with the demonic force Valak, The Nun. 
I literally could have told you that that's the things that were going to happen. So obviously not a lot of news about the nun too. Hey, there's, if there's one saving grace for this, I thought that the character of the nun had the, had the opportunity to be the scariest thing the conjuring universe has done yet. When they just gave us just a little taste of that character, it was scary as shit for that moment. Then they did a whole movie and you're like, fuck yeah, this is going to be the one that really shits pants. And it was, I mean, some people liked it, but it was like national fucking treasure type shit. Not scary at all. Really dropped the ball on that. I wasn't a fan of the Curse of La Llorona or the Conjuring 3. I just thought it was mainly weak jump scares with no real stakes. So I don't have a lot of high hopes for this. But hey, maybe they'll dark knight the shit out of it. And they'll be like, hey, let's make a scary fucking movie. Let's get gnarly for once. Real freaking naughty. Next up, not totally a horror movie, but it's a horror franchise. I mean, it fucking counts, right? Ghostbusters Afterlife, the sequel to it. They just announced the director for this is going to be Gil Kinnan, who's going to direct with the previous cast, including Paul Rudd, being expected to return. Gil Kinnan, uh, he wrote Ghostbusters Afterlife, okay? So he already had his hands deep up inside of that one. But that one was directed by Reitman. But looking at his IMDb, it's it's interesting. He did a movie called A Boy Called Christmas. He did Scream the TV series, which is really interesting. Poltergeist, the shitty one, and City of Ember and Monster House, which people fucking love Monster House, right? Poltergeist, you really can't hold... I don't know if you can really hold him against the fire for that. That was kind of a... That, that whole thing was just a mess from the get-go. I mean, Sam Rockwell was in that movie, and he sucked. And I'm not ready to call Sam Rockwell a shitty actor, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really blame him for that. The Scream thing's interesting, but he he was all inside of Ghostbusters Afterlife. So if you like that kind of tone, you're probably going to get a lot of the same thing. But uh, Jason Reitman directed the previous one, and now he's passing the torch down to him. Uh, the plan of the new Ghostbusters movie is what's really exciting, because the way they ended Afterlife, I'm more who wants to go back to like the adults or do a more adult version of Ghostbusters rather than like a Stranger Things type of thing, because that's just part of what was so great about Ghostbusters, is it was kind of adultish, you know what I mean? Like the, the jokes, everything like that. I really enjoyed that stuff. So I feel like we got away from that vibe as much as I thought Afterlife was a really touching movie. But you remember how the last one ended with Winston being a billionaire and them going back to the firehouse and presumably there being a ghost in the firehouse, really setting it up for something really nice. Wolf Creek may be coming back. You remember fucking Wolf Creek? Wolf Creek's been around for so long that I remember the VHS sitting on the shelves at Blockbuster. Now, since then, there's been two Wolf Creek movies. There's been a, a TV series of Wolf Creek that's had multiple seasons. Now, this one has been planned for 2023 for a long time, and for a second there, because of COVID, because of things like that, people were wondering if it was actually going to happen. But new director Rachel Wiggins actually made a post on Instagram where somebody asked, hey, is this still happening? And she says, Wolf Creek 3 is definitely happening. I've been working on a new project, a few projects, Projects, so you may just be seeing some of them appearing on IMDb as they announce. Yes, there will be blood. Now, this was 35 weeks ago from now, and there's been pretty much radio silence. But everything that we've heard up to this point is that Wolf Creek 3 is going to happen and that John Gerard is going to be coming back to play the role of Mick Taylor once again. The IMDb synopsis for this one is an American family takes a dream trip to the Australian outback and soon draws the attention of notorious serial killer Mick Taylor. A hellish nightmare ensues as the couple's two children escape only to be hunted by Australia's most infamous killer. So it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a fucking Wolf Creek movie. So that's 10 movies that we are pretty sure we're going to get in 2023. A couple of them a little bit iffy. Maxine and Wolf Creek 3 probably being the iffiest. But there are several more properties that we have not talked about yet that seem to me more like they 
they're going to be more 2024-ish, but we'll see. But we'll cover those real quick. I may do a whole video about these, but just real quick to cover them. There is the Hellraiser Reboot TV series. This one's the one that seems the most in danger to not happen at all to me. But if you remember back when HBO announced that David Gordon Green was going to be directing the first episode of a Hellraiser of a Hellraiser, not reboot, but in their words, elevated continuation and expansion of its mythology. They brought on Clive Barker as a fucking executive producer, which sounded the most awesome out of all this. Michael Doherty from Trick or Treat, Superman Returns, Krampus, Next Two was going to write along with Mark Verheiden, who wrote some of Ash vs. Evil Dead. He wrote Time Cop, The Mask, the Daredevil TV series. A lot of really good talent involved in this. So all the way back in October of 2021, and after they originally announced the new Exorcist movies were going to come out, but before the whole HBO Max shakeup that put everything HBO Max was doing in flux, they announced that the movie that was coming out was not going to affect the TV series at all. There was news about this after The Exorcist was announced, so you think it's still going to happen. Is it going to happen in 2023? I don't know, which is why I kind of went on the back burner for this one. But also there is... There's Welcome to Dairy, and all we know about this one is that, is that it's going to be a prequel to the first two It movies, and it's going to take place in the events of the 1960s involving Pennywise. There are rumors from the Illuminati that, that Skarsgård's expected to come back and reprise the role. The only thing that we know officially is that one of the producers came out and said that they were working with Jason Fuse, Brad Caleb Kane, Andy Muschietti, and Barbara Muschietti very closely. They're so deep into this mythology, and they have such a firm handle on the storytelling around these characters, and also the demented scares they're going to put into things. Sometimes I'm like, what's wrong with you? The Illuminati also says that it's scheduled to shoot in April of 2023 in Toronto, Canada. So it's shooting in April. That gives it a chance for us to see it in 2023, but I'd be willing to bet more 2024, which is why I kind of put this one on the ass end of it. There's both an alien movie in the works and an alien show in the works, both involving Hulu, the movie involving Fede Alvarez, Fede Alvarez, who pitched something to Ridley Scott, who loved it, called him up, brought him back in, wants him to make the movie. That's going on. And rumors suggest that the movie's going to be called Alien Romulus. Now, it was also said that Ridley Scott wanted to make this movie top priority. So there's this shot in the dark, hell of space that we do get to see this in 2023 but we haven't heard much so i'm thinking at least 2024 as far as the tv goes fargo's noah halley is going to be show running all we know is that it takes place before ripley before all of that stuff and it takes place on earth so those are two things that are up and coming but i don't know if we're going to see them this year we may have to wait till next year and then obviously of course there's the the the, the big one crystal lake I highly doubt we'll see this in 2023. We just found out about it. We're on the cusp of hitting 2023 now. My best guess is 2024 for sure. But who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky. But Brian Fuller, the showrunner for Hannibal, show running this one. It's said to be a pre-requel of the Friday the 13th series. So originally it was said that it was going to be a prequel focusing on Pamela Voorhees, Jason's mom. And there was a lot of confusion. Oh, so they don't have the rights to Jason, so this isn't really about Jason. But it was found out that Victor Miller, who wrote the original Friday the 13th screenplay, was also working with Rob Barsamian on this one, who's one of the film's original producers, giving them the rights to anything they want to use. It's just as good as a lawsuit having never happened. They can use Jason, they can use Crystal Lake, they can use whatever they want, apparently. And they aren't just going to cover Jason's past, they're going to cover his present, and they're going to cover his future, according to the showrunner, who even said himself, hey, if the show goes 10 seasons, I'll put Jason back in fucking space. It's going to be produced by A24, which is super interesting, and it's going to premiere on 
Peacock. I can't wait to see this. And what I'm hoping for is that we get right into Jason by doing sort of the lost thing. I hope they start with Pamela's story, but starting from the first episode, I hope each episode kind of goes into the future a little bit as well. So we get to see a little bit of the past and a little bit of the present at the same time with flashbacks or whoever they want to do that. I would love to just get right into it. Take your time to paint the picture of Jason, but also just give us a little taste of Jason, even in the first episodes, before we go full-on Jason and that whole story. That's what I would love to see. What would you guys love to see? What do you guys think about all this? What franchise that we know is coming out in 2023 are you most excited about? And more to come on these other ones if they end up coming out. We're going to keep you guys updated on all the Scream stuff, all the Halloween stuff, all the Jason stuff. You fucking name it. So make sure you don't forget to click subscribe and click the bell. And please don't forget to check out the Patreon. That stuff really does keep the channel going and we really do appreciate it. We love your all's fucking faces. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this video. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Halloween never ends. Suck my fucking dick and I don't really care what Blumhouse fucking says. Put him in a box or suck a fucking cock. You can say he's dead but we all know he's not. Yeah. So let's go trick or treating. Let's go fucking drinking. Let's all go in pumpkin head on VHS. Cause Halloween never is.